Blog Talk Radio. I want to ask you a question, and that is, what is in your life's blueprint? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go, 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 go. Over 24 million people that are going to lose health insurance. You can't continue to play with people's emotions like this, okay? Politics may be a game to you because you're in Washington, but it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. Again, I refer back to a civilized society where no one, not even the President of the United States, is above the law. However, Trump has a blatant disregard for the law, and he only likes it when he stands to benefit from it. How selfish, 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 selfish. You know, listen to the provocation. You know, listen to the provocation. Real people, real conversations. Real people, real conversations. You ready? You ready? Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mic check one, two, one, two. Am I loud and clear? You're loud and clear. Testing yeah, one, two over here. I can hear you, okay. sir. Okay. Woo, it's been a long day today. Oh, man. Yes, it has. Got a lot to talk about. Hope everybody yeah. had a good day at work. You know what I mean? Hope everybody uh, enjoyed their Wednesday up until this point. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I tell you this. I'm glad that uh I'm glad that heat wave passed over. Today was kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Nice little breeze. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the highest, yeah. maybe like eighty eighty something, maybe eighty nine today. Somewhere yeah, around absolutely. that, but with a nice breeze though. Mm. But in case you didn't know, you're listening to The Provocation, Real People, Real Conversations. My name is Ron. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. And as always, I got my boy with me. And I'm Ronald L. Felton, the following son tag team. The views on this podcast are clearly the views of my son and myself and not of any organization that either of us may be affiliated with. With that being said, we welcome you to Episode 93 and Season 3 of The Provocation. Yes, indeed. Like we always say about this time, if you're listening live, we appreciate the love. If you're listening to the archive, we appreciate that, too. Today is July 24th, 2019, Wednesday. Cool day. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you know, got some good news. Oh, Okay. Good day. The New York Giants training camp starting today. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, it's about time to start getting back into that football mode, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't have any expectations for my team. I just hope that we play well. That's it. Let's just play some good football. That's right. it. That's all I want to see. You know what I, I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do a losing season. But if I'm gonna have a losing <laughs> season, can it can it be a competitive losing season? That's you know what I'm saying. Like mm. I want to see good football. You know, what I'm saying I always have confidence in my team. Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna try something different because you know sometimes you gotta okay. switch it up and something ain't working. So every every year I tend to talk up the Giants on why you should be excited about this one, that one, this player, this player, and. I think we can do this, blah, blah. I ain't doing none of that this year. Okay. Okay. This year. Right. I'm going to approach it this way. Okay. I'm looking at one particular situation. That's it. However, this particular mm-hmm. situation play out determines how the rest of the season is going to go, at least for me. Okay. Okay. All right. I per, I just want to see. Now there are a lot of good young players I think we have that are, that I'm excited to see what they can do on the field. 
That's every year because we bring in new talent every year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be keeping an eye specifically on the quarterback position. That's what I want to see mm-hmm. this season. Okay? Mm-hmm. I want to see, is it going to be a, a Eli Man? This, this is how you're going to determine if Eli Man is really on his last leg. Okay? At this, at this particular point, there's no reason why he shouldn't be at least a successful quarterback. They revamped the offensive line. You got a hell of a weapon at running back. You got a good tight end. And you got – I know they got rid of Odell Beckham, which was tough. Mm-hmm. But you got, you got two reliable possession receivers, okay? Mm-hmm. So – Am I going to get the Eli that's all odds are stacked against him? He comes out and has a renewal year. Like, listen, I just needed what I needed. Now I can go to work. This is the Eli that you used mm-hmm. to. Are we going to get? Are we, am I going to get that year, or is this the end of Eli, where the first four games he is just terrible, and then they bench him, and then the young boy comes in and has success. Mm. That's all they're going to talk about this season Because it's going to be it's A lot of pressure on Eli to, to perform Because they know The young boy is breathing down his neck right now mm-hmm. So all I want to see Is what's going to happen at the quarterback position I'm not saying anything else About the team <laughs> I'm trying something different this, Trying something mm. different this year Obviously what I'm doing ain't working Got to try something different Okay. But anyways, I just had to get that out of the way. Excited for football season coming up. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you know how I feel. Matter of fact, you know, I'm about to start um I'm back in the coaching tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, man. Oh, okay. All right. You, All right. Know, you know how I get. Once I'm in there, I'm in there. And, okay, um, now what's the name of this team? So, you know, last year we were the Bulldogs, okay? Okay. But that's because we had to build our own team, and we was playing, and uh, we were actually in Chesapeake. So this year, because we didn't like how the Chesapeake League, we, we, we just didn't like the politics involved with that league, okay? So okay. now we're in Virginia Beach, and we're actually taking over a rec center team that already existed. So – the name they have that's already in place were the Chiefs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to mm-hmm. be the Chiefs this year. And um, I'm excited, man. Once I'm in there, we're we, we ready to go to work. This this season, you know, me and my boy talk, we're approaching this as unfinished business because we should have mm-hmm. won a championship last year. We should have won a championship oh. last year. All right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We uh. We lost two games last year, the first game, and then we lost the playoff game. Mm. So we got some we got some unfinished business this year. We we are, we're trying to go in here and do some damage. So I'm in there starting tomorrow. Um, we're gonna get these young boys working, and we'll see what happens this season. So you know, I'm I'm excited. This is my this this is my time of the year, man. I love football, and I, I'm, I'm right. starting to love coaching it. I'm starting to love coaching it even more. You know. Okay. Now, do you so, guys have your same coaching staff? We ask. Well, it's it's me, it's me, and my boy Jordan. Jordan's the head coach. You know what I mean? I'm like right. the assistant coach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we are uh, mm-hmm. we had we brought two more people on this year, um, for a little help because you know it was it was hard just on two of us last year. We had one we had one more person, but you know they were in and out. But um, right, we got two we got two more people on this year. Um, and everybody has a football background, so we should be good to go. You know? Okay. So yeah, we are uh, we approaching this, you know, like I said, business as usual. But we have some unfinished business from last year. We take this seriously, man. Mm-hmm. I already came up with the practice. I came up with the practice plan for the first practice. After I get okay. off, off the uh, podcast with you, I'm gonna call my board. We're gonna walk through it, and then we gonna mm. get it popping tomorrow, man. So that's that's where I'm at. All right. But yeah, okay. excited about all that. Um, but you know, the big news of the day is uh, is definitely what took place the, uh, the the Mueller hearing that we've been that we've been waiting to see. Okay. Right. 
And um, I'm just glad. My, my thing is this. At this point in time, you just have to think that the Republicans don't care what Robert Mueller has to say, whether it be live or in the report. They, they just don't. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And what's even what's even more shocking to me is that with him sitting right there, there was no emphasis at all, with the exception I think of one Republican. Um, about what do we do moving forward to prevent them from being involved in the next election? Only one Republican I can think of actually asked the question about that, or or even asked Robert Mueller for his help. Like, what is your suggestion? Mm-hmm. So I, I was very disappointed in that. I mean, I expected I expected the show because especially when you got somebody like Jim Jones and the other guy uh, Gates on the committee. You, I mean, yeah. it's, cir- it's going to be a cir- it's a circus. So I was expecting to see that from a, a couple of the uh, Republicans. One guy, I don't know where he was going. It was just his complete his complete line of question. It was just a waste of time. I forget his name. But um, yeah, I think somebody, yeah, it was a disappointment. Uh, yeah. And you know, one, and I heard one guy that was like going crazy up there. He's actually in line for a job in the administration. So it's like they talk about conflicts of interest. That's the biggest one right there. How can we how can we take you seriously that, that we're doing an investigation into the president when you're literally about to go work for him and you're on the committee? Right, right. So you may listen. So basically, he was auditioning. Uh, yeah, he he could be he could be auditioning, but if he's auditioning, if he's in line for this job, who's to say what information he's he's not leaking to somebody in the, in the administration? I mean, he's on the committee. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So no, nobody looks at that as a, a conflict of interest, though. But you you can't but you can't be a Democrat and do your job. That's an automatic conflict of interest, which is it's it's ridiculous. There there's not an application in the world that has you put your political affiliation on it. No, no, that's uh, it's it's crazy. That's, uh... That contributes to the uh, the tribalism of of that's making what I'm saying. either either you with us or you're against us. That's that's the attitude that comes out. It's the Democrats. It's the Democrats. So it becomes very tribal. And if you're not one of us, you must be one of them. That type of thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's just it's crazy, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, there's there's not a job. I've never I've never applied for a job, and it asked me whether I'm a Democrat or a Republican, or independent. Never in my life. No, those are basically, and even 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 when you are on the job, they they tell right. you the, the two things they tell you to stay away from is politics and religion, because yep. they can become some very heated discussions. Uh, right. You know. And, and disruptive, and disruptive to the workplace, you know. Exactly. So, you know, for them to imply that that somebody can't do a job because of their political affiliation, I mean, it's 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 almost insulting, you know. And I, if I was, uh, you know, those people, where obviously they were insulted because they uh, went ahead and sent out that letter that you know, Barr's interpretation was just incorrect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But. What I got from today, like I said, it just solidified everything for me. You know, I'm just, you know, I wasn't expecting, like, I mean, you hope for him to just be like, you know, listen, this is what it is, and just lay it out there. But I knew that wasn't going to happen. I just wanted to make sure that he confirmed everything that was in the report. And that was done literally the first line of questioning from Jerry Nadler. Yeah, correct, correct. You know what I mean? As soon as he said, did, well, did you exonerate the president? His answer was simply no. Mm-hmm. You can't. Now, there's there's no way you can spin that as a Republican. <clears throat> you can't take a sound bite from that. No. You know what I mean? Right. The obstruction of justice? Yeah. Is, I, it, I, is, I, is I, it because. I, wait, well, let me just. He said, is it because. Of that, uh, what's that? Department of Justice memo saying you can't, you can't uh, indict a sitting president. Yes. So what else do you need? Yeah, that was. 
Yeah. And that was, you know, I mean, that's 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 in that memo. But if you also uh, look at the book where they say to end the presidency by Lawrence Tribe, and it goes all the way back to the founding fathers, and basically they say that becomes a because of a sitting president that becomes a political uh, question that Congress must pursue. And so they say, did the president commit high crimes and misdemeanors? And this is where Congress comes in. And that's a, that's the whole thing in a nutshell behind this whole thing, because if they, and I don't know how much longer they can go. Now they say they're going to be subpoenaing, uh, uh, what's the name? Khan, uh, What's his name? Dom again. Dom again. They're going to be subpoenaing Dom again, right? So see what happens there. And because he's basically uh, the most factual, I guess, witness uh, that they have uh, as a result of the investigation and so forth. But uh, I think I think you got. Well, my feeling is if you believe in the Constitution. And the one thing I will say, if um, this thing about indicting a sitting president, now that I I have a real problem with, only because, okay, so if the Department of Justice is following, if, if, if the special counsel is following the uh, OLC uh, memo, uh, basically to the T, uh, then you you can't bring any charges. But he did say after the fact that once he's out of the White House, providing he doesn't win re-election, then charges can be brought. So there's a timetable right. on this thing here. So. Right now, okay, so so here here's 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 the thinking that I have. Trump is saying, What do I have to lose? So if I let this go all the way out to the end, so the Democrats are hesitant about bringing it uh uh uh, uh producing articles of impeachment because they fear it's not the Democrats are taking the wrong approach. Whether the Senate chooses to follow through or not, that's not their responsibility. Their responsibility mm-hmm. is to present the case. And if they present a compelling case, then if the Senate chooses not to, then they will have to answer to their constituents. Now, do their constituents even care? Well, there's a right. great possibility they may not care. Okay, they may not care. But if you are a true patriot and you truly are the, and you you swore an oath to the Constitution, then that should not come into your calculus as to whether or not a Republican-led Senate is going to uh, convict. Uh, the president, you just have to present the case. And if the case is strong, you hope during the case that the American people will be brought along. To to suggest that the American people have to, the majority of the American people have to favor this, that's that's, that's, that's not correct because I think, if I'm not wrong, uh, during Richard Nixon, they said only 30% of the country Prior to the prior to the impeachment hearings, thirty percent of the country was for it. But by it got towards the end, the majority of the country was for it. So you have to tell the story and build your case, and it has to be a compelling case. That's what I see, and I see if you well, if you fail to to act on this, then you are shirking your duties. Then what does that mean for? What does, it, what does it mean for Trump? Because it, he's going to spin it regardless. He's going to spin it. If the Republicans 
uh, don't convict him, he's going to say, I've been exonerated. That's going to be his tagline. But the people, the people, the, the, the current number of people, the majority, who feel this investigation needs to continue, who feels that there should be some impeachment here in the beginning, I think those people will should be the deciding vote uh, moving forward. But here's a problem. What happens because he's taking no action to prevent this from future elections, although he says let's concentrate on future elections. The reason he says that because he doesn't want to be held accountable for the past. Well, look at it this way too. Okay. And I think I think that statement as to um well the lack of concern about what we do moving forward. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he mentioned, you know, it's a possibility that Donald Trump can be charged once he's no longer president. I think that should concern mm-hmm. a lot of people because someone in that type of position will do anything to remain president. You see what I'm saying? Sure. And it's like, sure. with that, with that being said, he has the support of basically 90% of Republicans. Exactly. So you got a person who will do anything to remain president with the support of 90% of the Republicans. That should be extremely scary for anybody at this point in time. That's that situation. And it's, and it's, and it's also this one too. Like, I don't know about you, but personally, I don't like being lied to. Right. So if, if I'm a Trump supporter and this is what I've been listening to for the past three months, no collusion, no obstruction, total exoneration. Um, 13 angry Democrats. Bob Mueller was just jealous because I didn't give him the job. Okay? So let's debunk all that. Mm-hmm. Right. No collusion? That's a lie because collusion wasn't even investigated. You know, because when it comes to a legal, the legal aspect of it, you know, you can't really bring a charge on it. So what they investigated was conspiracy. You never said there was no collusion, right? Right, um, right. The, the conspiracies, the conspiracy thing. He said just the evidence didn't mount up. Okay. Right. And then complete exoneration. He confirmed today that he could not exonerate the president. He said in his own press conference that if they could, they would have said so. So to me, that's an alarm bell. And then on top of that, they're saying the only reason they couldn't was because of that. OLC opinion Right That's it So that tells me that if it wasn't for It's not that anything that Donald Trump did Or anything character wise Where he's such a nice person We just can't do that No It was because of an OLC opinion That a sitting president Cannot be indicted That's the only reason He said more than one time a day that Once he's no longer president Yes charges can't be brought against him and, and you see, you got to listen, too, to the fact that, okay, the day prior to, Mo- to Mueller's testimony, uh, the DOJ sent a letter telling him to confine his testimony to these areas and that he could not go over any type of deliberations, anything right. of that nature. But you so, know what? You know, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought well, that up. I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. by them doing it, it actually backfired yeah. on them because most of the questions that he would have had to answer would have been about everything leading up to the investigation. That's all the Republicans asked about. Where did it come from? How did you get started? Was it the still dossier? Blah, blah, blah. By the Department right. of Justice sending that memo, he said, due to this, I'm not going to discuss anything that took place prior to my investigation which eliminated all those questions. So it, it literally backfired. Mm-hmm. The Republicans, they had nothing to talk yeah. about today. You know, you know who looked terrible today? Was that? Devin Nunes. Oh, I didn't even he see looked, him. Yeah. He looked terrible today. It was almost, he, at the, honestly, at the end of the thing, he actually looked defeated. I think, matter of fact, I think Adam Schiff asked him, did you want to give a closing statement? He declined. Mm-hmm. So that's tell you right there He mm-hmm. had nowhere to go He, he looked stupid So on, but like I was saying before right 
I don't like being lied to. He debunked the collusion thing. He debunked the exonerated thing. The whole situation that Mueller was jealous because he wanted, he didn't get the job. They called him. Mm-hmm. And he de- and basically he declined it. So it wasn't like you know what I'm saying like, oh, I was fighting for that job and I didn't get it. No, that wasn't the story. That was debunked. So I mean. At this point, to me, if I'm a person who supports this president, right, I got a question. What's my level of integrity at this point? Okay. Now, you got Robert Mueller, who's an ex-Marine, been in law enforcement for 25 years. He gets nothing but praise from everybody in Washington, even the Republicans that lose their mind every now and then before he got involved with this case. They love Robert Mueller. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You see how you see how he conducted himself. Or on the other hand, you got Donald Trump, uh, a man who to me is a clear racist, absolutely a liar. Look at all the things he's been involved with over the years. Look at the shady characters he surrounds himself with. You mean to tell me this is you struggle when it comes to a taste a, a, a test of integrity? Or who or who's the better person? So, in my opinion, those people got to start looking at themselves. It's like, what, what, what do I really support? What is my vision of America? Who who represents me the best as a president? Right. Well, you know, the reason he gave for not having a sit down interview with Trump for one thing. He said it would have been a prolonged legal battle and so forth. And that's possible. And it could have expedited Trump replacing them, but uh, he's got to give, I, I would think you've got to give some legitimate reason for why you fired him or replaced him. Uh, you know, that's that's just, and, and the thing is, you he knows, the lawyers knew who prepared, who who helped Trump answer those questions, which he didn't answer, the written questions. He 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 gave I can't remember very but don't recall all this kind of stuff. There. They know, they know if if Michael Flynn could get caught up in a lie to the FBI, Trump would have been caught up as well. Trump would lie, and they know he that's would lie. Of course he did. That's that's why he didn't sit down for the interview. He he lied in the written answers. Mueller said that today yeah. too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he lied in the in, so he basically lied to a federal investigator, basically through written answers. Yes. So if he so, yeah, sat down in front of him, that would have been another yeah. charge on him. <laughs> exactly, and so. The answer to your question, even if you're a Trump supporter, that doesn't seem to matter to them. As long, the bottom line for them, the way I see it, is that their guy wins. That their guy wins. So that means they're not patriots. They could care less about patriotism. There's something else that's engulfing this country. And we, you know, we may try to sidestep it and stuff like that, but I'm just convinced that uh, maybe maybe it's not 100%, but I would say this, there's a lot of people in that Republican Party that have the same sentiment as Trump do. And I mean, bottom line, there's a bunch of racist people. Now, but that's who he hopes to appeal to. He's not really looking to grab anyone outside of the base. He's looking to solidify the base. Now, here's the issue. If he's done nothing in ways to to prevent future 
interference into our electoral process, you don't know what's going to happen in the uh, 2020. You don't know if ballots are going to be changed and so forth, you know, because that's where we're at now. And like, well, I mean, and, and I think, uh, I think the guy, he was on, I think he was on uh, Nicole Wallace, mm-hmm. and I, I forget his name. His name is Matt something. I think he was part of the Obama administration. But he said, what what really what really upsets him is that from all appearances. This man appears to be above the law. Above the law. Right. And I and I said it in one of our posts that when Trump won the presidency, basically he got a get out of jail free card. That's what he got. Because mm-hmm. it is not in his interest. Well, even if he he's not going to resign, he's going to be resigned. And that opens them up for uh, for uh, for for being uh, prosecuted. If he loses, that opens them up for being prosecuted. So I think I think everything is on the table for this guy. I, I don't think nothing is beyond him, and and that's where I'm at right now. I really don't. So at a minimum, at a minimum. The Democrats have to follow the Constitution, and they 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 want to exercise they want to exercise their right of oversight. Well, damn it, do your job. Yeah. Do your job. Do your job that's in the Constitution. And if you lose, you lose. But do your job. Well, we gonna see, man. Like I said today, um. You know, like I said, today just solidified it for me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm not saying that people should follow. You know, my my level of integrity, but when I put two and two together, um, Mueller seems like a more trustworthy figure to me. And I, and, you know, and I feel almost scared saying that compared them to the president. That's crazy. You got a, a just a, he's a citizen now. Who I feel has more integrity than the current president. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. I mean, people, like yep. I said, you have to ask yourself, like, what? When I think about a president, you know, I think they should embody the best of America, personally. Because when you're on display for the rest of the world, that's how you want to be seen. So right. look at us now. Look at us now. America is represented by Donald Trump. Now, we've seen this guy over the years, not just how he's been during the presidency, but you see how he's acted over the years. And this is who, this is who you think represents the best of America? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got you to sit down and start to have a conversation with yourself. Like, what do I really believe in? Mm-hmm. This, in my opinion, this is, and you know, this ain't how a president's supposed to be acting to me. Like I said, we we can go through them. I didn't agree with everything. I probably didn't agree with most things that Bush did. But when it came to, you know, the way he carried himself, the way he conducted himself on the foreign stage and all that stuff like that, I didn't really have an issue with it. I had an issue with his policies. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Bill mm-hmm. Clinton, despite, you know, his downfalls, he was still – he he still presented himself – where I'm like, you know what, he, he, he's a good man, but he has some demons. You know what I'm saying? Just like everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Everybody has, nobody's perfect. Everybody has some demons. They need to deal with it. Now, some take it to another level. Some are able to suppress that and make their way through life. They just want to get by and enjoy life. I, mm-hmm. I, can, I can speak that way about the presidents I've seen in my lifetime. But this particular one, I just feel as though it's, you know, I'm a, it's me, 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 and I'm a step on the necks of everybody to make sure I'm okay. That's the impression I get from this mm-hmm. president. So when you got to ask yourself, what is your level of integrity at this point in time? Who do you believe? 
You've heard the same mm-hmm. lies for the past three months, and all those lies were debunked today. You watched a, a Republican Party that didn't give a damn about what Russia did to the election and had no questions. One of them had questions, but the rest of them, no questions at all about how we prevent this moving forward. Why shouldn't elections be fair? You can't you know not why? do anything because about the situation because you benefit. Come on, man. You know, and the thing is, Ron, both there was there was two parties that gained something out of the election of Trump. It was Trump himself, and it was the Republican Party. It was Mitch McConnell. Yeah. It was the federal judges that he was able to push through, the Supreme Court judges that he was able to appoint. Uh, you see what he did to Obama when uh, Scalia passed away. You see what he did there. And right. and this tax hike, this tax hike. So there was a mutual benefit for both Trump and the Republican Party. And I, 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 I think it's coming down to this. I think I sent, uh, I put a, I posted something on our, on our Facebook page about the changing demographics. And they're saying by 2030, something like that, that mm-hmm. America will be a more pluralistic society where uh, it will be a multi, multicultural society. And uh, uh, this is about clinging on to power, holding on to power. And uh, it's sad. But you would think if people with uh, – and, and, and this is how they paint uh, what they call the squad with these uh, – with the uh, – uh, uh, the, the Green New Deal and uh, wages and health care, education, all of that stuff. They, they paint this as a socialist thing. So, And they said the same thing about the New Deal, I think, when Roosevelt introduced, I think, Social Security. But now look how many millions of Americans rely on Social Security because some people can't afford to have a 401k and you know what I'm saying and so this is their way of having something when they uh, retire uh, so that they can live so that they can live and so uh, this is all about power man and uh, I'm fearful of the escalation that's going to take place as a result of today's hearing. Now, he's already spending it. Trump is already spending it. The Republicans he came out and said the same. He came out and said the same exact yeah. thing. Yeah. He said, it's a witch hunt, which Robert Mueller once again said that that was not the case. No collusion, no obstruction, complete exoneration. He said the same exact thing and, after you sat there and listened to the man who did the report dispute that. But he, he don't care because he know. Look, let me tell you, when somebody do that, is consistent in doing that, they know they did some wrong. He knows he did some wrong. He knows yes. he I did mean, some blatantly, stuff. He's blatantly he, lying. Yeah. He knows that he did some, 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 something wrong there. He knows it, but right. he doesn't want to be held accountable for it. That's the issue with him. He does not want to be. He's never been held accountable, Ryan. He's never. In, 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 his, in his whole adulthood, he's never been held accountable. I mean, but this is, and, why, this uh, is why I keep saying you have to. You have to, at this point, ask yourself, right? If I right. sit there and I just listen to four hours, or maybe I think it was more than that, of the man who did the actual report, right? So what the people who are supporting Trump are basically saying that they're taking his word. Basically, Trump can dig right into to Robert Mueller's mind mm-hmm. and, and you know say what he's really thinking, apparently. Because you're saying that despite what the man who did the actual report is saying, you are still going to believe what the president is talking about. 
So yeah, that that the aspect of that alone is scary to me. It should be. It should be. He's you know saying to the people. He's saying to those people, those minions, that uh, you only need to believe me. In other words, anything. And you know what's what's weird, Ron, about this conversation that we're having. You go back to our very first episode, where you know where 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 you introduce me and I talk about uh, Trump feels that only when things benefit him, you know, does he show any concern. If it does not benefit him personally, then it's wrong. It's wrong. And look, you take a person like you just said early on. That Mueller, when Mueller was appointed, Republicans and Democrats said, "Well, he's a he's a he's a fair 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 guy, fair-minded guy." You know what I'm saying? They had a lot of respect for him. Then you see how the Republicans turned on him, right? You right. see how they tried to dis- disparage him. So they are they are hypocrites, and they have no loyalty. They don't have no loyalty. Okay, so they seek re-election. That's what they're seeking. So you you know you will sell your soul, or sell any 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 aspect of morality that you might have is 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 eviscerated because you you you're giving in to this man. And there's got to be something in it for you. Why would you give in to this man? Because you want to be reelected? Is that all you're concerned about, being reelected? It's pathetic and it's selfish. I thought you go on the public surface because you care about the country. You know what I mean? Not not because you care about yourself, because if that's the case, you could just live your own life. You gotta like. Right. You gotta so, want to be in the public spotlight. You gotta want to solve people's problems. You know what I mean? You gotta want to deal with this stuff, and then to get there and not do anything. And so, like, so, so, based on what you just said, any any other time, any other person, if they break the law, they broke the law. Right. But in this case, you're excusing this person's behavior. The things that he did. Now, I understand, and, and, and believe me, I do. Everybody, okay, you have an ideology. Democrats have an ideology, okay? So it's right. who is most persuasive and can articulate their ideology to convince more people to follow their ideology versus this ideology. You know, uh, something to that. I can understand that, but... When you just break the law, break outright break the law, that's what I, I, I it's, it's like your ideology then, basically your ideology is more important to you than the patriotism that you should have for your country. I don't agree, absolutely. I do not agree. With all the laws But they are the laws And I try to respect them To the best of my ability You know And when I take something to court Then I got to go with the results of it You know if they say If I I run a traffic light And and the police pull me over Write me a ticket I got to take that ticket Because if I ran it I ran Right That's that's what's missing here Yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. This um, it's just, it's disappointing every day. Now, I'm I'm just I'm just can't. I hope that you know this heavy downfall is the means of like a, what what what's the saying goes? Something for a heavy downfall for a major comeback or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. that when the next election comes around. We can get things right, and then the, the the United States is on a major comeback. We got to repair all this stuff. I felt like we were moving in the right direction, and then it's like we hit the biggest speed bump ever that you can imagine. And now we're mm-hmm. stuck. And hopefully, we can get over that hump 
this next election. But I'll tell you what is encouraging and um, something that the United States may need to take some notes on. I think the, the citizens who care, that's including us, may need to take some notes on, man. Look at what Puerto Rico did. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Puerto yeah. Rico was like, okay, this is how you want to talk about the people you're supposed to be representing, and we already think you corrupt? Watch this. Mm-hmm. And they got that man to step down. They took to the yep. streets. They did it in a peaceful protest, despite you know some of the little altercations that may have happened. Right, but they made that man step down. So I tell you what, my hopes is on the 2020 election. But um, if we're not satisfied, I ain't got no problem taking it to the streets with the people in yeah. a positive protest you know, to make sure this country moves in the right direction. We may need to take notes from them, man. You know what seems to be some of the hesitancy about going forward with impeachment hearings. They were saying they like some people are saying we don't want to remove a duly elected president. Okay, he won by the electoral college. Yes, it's that's part of our system. We have to work with it. That's true. But that is why. That is why they have articles of impeachment. Right. For that very reason, to try to, in other words, to prevent there from being riots in the street, similar to what's going on in Puerto Rico, but nonviolently, but it will escalate to violence at some point if they did not, right. if, if, if their governor did not resign. So it will eventually, it will get to that point. And so what they did with the Constitution because initially, I don't think articles of impeachment were in there, but then they added it as a peaceful, as a way to peacefully transition. But it's never going to be peaceful in the sense that people voted for that person. And right. if those people, if those people are not convinced that this person is ill-serving the country, you're going to have a problem. So let's say, right. let's just use, for example, you got, I don't know, they said 90% of the Republicans favor him, 90%. Mm-hmm. So the Republican Party is roughly about, what, 60,000? So you, you're talking about maybe, uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know 55, 55, no, not 60,000, 60 million, 60 million. You're talking about roughly about 55 million people or so, so many that that's a lot of people, and 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 all those people, because you've already seen from some of these rallies that he's had, how he incites these people, right? And that's the challenge. But that is what the articles of impeachment are to are supposedly prevent. So now now they also said that there's something else the Democrats can do. Some type of censure. Well, I'm gonna tell you, anything short of impeachment, Trump will feel that feel that that's a slap on the wrist. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so impeachment gonna... is a slap on the wrist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the only reason he would think that the only reason he would think that is because the Republicans are not gonna let it happen. If if there was doubt in his mind that the Republicans would somehow fold and cave in, he would be he would be terribly, terribly worried. Believe me. I really right. do believe that. But at this point, to be honest with you, he's gonna blow he's gonna blow holes in all the democratic norms. In other words, he he's just gonna be emboldened. And he's going to tr- push the envelope. And, and unless they start winning very quickly, some of these court battles where they where they subpoena Don McCann and he comes and he testifies and so forth, because he's going to have to be consistent with what he told uh, Mueller. 
Right. He's gonna have to be consistent, else he'd be lying. So he would be caught in, caught up in a, in a he, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, and I think that's a big test. I, I, I'm not, I'm not willing to wait, but I'm willing to wait this one time. If they're filing these uh, charges to force him to come and testify. I want to see what what the courts do. Is the courts uphold it, or is the courts reject it? I want to see what happens. I mean, I, at the end of the day, go, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I said at the end of the day, you know, with me, I get that it takes time. You know, you know some you know, there's cases out there that take years to solve. I mean, we get it. We know it's a process. You know what I mean? I think where the Democrats mm-hmm. fall short is that they allow this to take up most of the airtime where it's like we could be fighting all these different things with Trump and we can address the questions when they come. But at the same time, why am I not emphasizing the fact that we are getting things done in the house and they're dying when they get to the Senate? You know what I mean? Let's start outlining some of those things so people can repeat those talking points at the water cooler at work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because right now, no, ain't nobody. All we're talking about right now is the Mueller hearing. Trump, 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 Trump. And we can be like, you know what? What's all this talk about? They're not doing nothing in the House. They just passed this. They died in the Senate. I, Who's stopping yeah. it? Mitch McConnell. You know what I'm saying? We, we, you got to start yeah. balancing the narrative a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because in that way, people, people won't start to get on your side because you oppose Trump. They'll start to get on your side because you're actually working for the country, and it's being halted by this administration. You see what I'm saying? And I think that's the I think that's the smart way that Nancy Pelosi is doing. It's showing that we are addressing the 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 table issues for most Americans. We are addressing them. But they go to the Senate nah. and die. And like you're right. That's where that message needs to be repeated over and over again. Now it was said, I think, during the first presidential debate, uh democratic debate about things going to the Senate and dying. But that message needs to be constantly repeated over and over again. But you know what? And and I think the, the only way that's going to change is that you got to vote those people. You got to change the majority in the Senate. Because Mitch McConnell, he's not going to change, man. He's not going to change. So he loses the race. He's, he's at the end of his career pretty much. So if he loses the race, He's 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 a wealthy person, you know what I'm saying. So, right. but they got a person that's running against them that stands a chance of possibly winning. But it's good, you're going to have to win more than just his seat. You're going to have to win several other seats and so forth. That's right. where we're at. Yeah, like I said, man, they, they need they need to start having a healthy balance on their on their issues, man. I think I think if you can start. Putting out the talking point, naming the bills that you've actually passed in the House. Because I'm be honest, off the top of the head, I know they've done a lot more. Mm-hmm. The ones I can think of is the the $15 minimum wage, uh, the increased election security, and it was something else. And but I, I can't really run down wage. every. Yeah. I can't. I can't but really I run they, down. They, I can't run down a list of the things that have been passed in the House because they don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let's start to show that, you know, all Republicans want to do is say, Democrats, this, all oh, the left is crazy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, this is what we're doing in a, in a Democratic majority House. Uh, compare that to what, what, have, how, what has the president done over the past six months? Can you name mm-hmm. one bill? Yeah, the biggest bill is that tax rate. Yeah, but that wasn't over the past six months. No, and there's something else it just did, right? Then they do this border thing, but they uh, yeah, they just did the border thing. Now some of them, some of the they yeah, passed that, it in the uh, yeah, but that yeah. that's nothing like that's because no, it's nothing all, like the uh, that's that's dealing with a that's dealing with a crisis you created. You can't get credit for that, right? You can't get credit for that because you created the crisis. It wouldn't have been a problem if you wouldn't have did what you did. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what have you done to make Amer- to try to make Americans' lives better. From what I hear from the House, they're passing all these different bills to make Americans' lives better, but it's dying when it gets to the Senate. So let's start pushing that narrative some more so people can talk about it. So you can run down the list. But we, you know we don't do what that. What about so? What about what about the? Three point one million, uh, three point one million people where they diverted, they diverted the snap snap assistance. You know that? Oh, it's about the uh, the um, food stamps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's see. This this is where, you know, like I said, I understand that you may have a certain, you may feel a certain type of way about certain people, but. Does it get to the point where you're hurting yourself just to prove a point? You see what I'm saying? Like he's cutting that assistance, despite what they say or what you believe. That's not all black people or brown people no. losing food stamps. Nope. It's a it's a lot of people in that middle America that love Trump. That's on food stamps as well. We in the same boat. We both poor. You just a different color. Mm-hmm. So you you applaud it. But that's your people who are losing out on these benefits as well. We're all hurting. So you got to ask, what are you doing? Is your hatred so much that you're willing to hurt yourself just just to get it across? You know what, Ron? As much as I hate to say it, I think that hatred is just that strong. That they are, I mean, why would you, why else would someone, why else would someone who, who would suffer as much as the person that they're aiming aiming at allow stuff like that to happen. Confused. That's what it is, man. We're confused. The truth is being distorted. Our education system is failing. So you start to fall for the okie doke. And that's what that's what that's what's happening. Yep. I don't know, man. I give you that. I give you that. Son. So, but uh, like I say, today was so they just solidified everything for me in the Mueller report. I hope those people out there that were like similar to that lady that said she didn't even know that Trump did anything bad in the report. Right. I hope that, uh, they got. I hope they got to see a different perspective today. And then you just gotta but ask you see, yourself, who you, do you but, believe? But you know, but you know. But you, you you see though when she said that, who she heard that from, right? Right, right. From an she in, heard from that a, from a, a, a brand conservative new Republican. Yeah, a conservative right. Republican who's now an independent. Right. So it takes a person who it takes right. It takes their own members of their own party to to do just what Justin Amash did, and that's not right. happening. At least. I haven't seen. Yeah, if you, if you do the right thing, I truly believe that you will be rewarded. And I and I don't I don't buy right. into the fact that you know that he may be in a fear of getting primary because he's no longer Republican. I don't buy into that. I feel like, right, from what I've seen in that town hall, that he still has his people's interests in mind, but he's just not going to go for anything. He's not going to he's not going to deal with the the hatred, the racism, and stuff like that. That's not what he stands for. He, so he we need more Republicans to be like that. Values, right, right. I agree. So y'all need to wake up, man. But another That's good true. episode, man. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be back next week. You know, who, who knows what's going to happen between now and then? You know, with this administration, that's that's the case every damn week. <laughs> that's true. But. Uh, but um, like I said, man, start the football season tomorrow for the kids. You know, look forward to that. Right. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. We'll definitely be back next week. Uh, you got anything to say before we get out of here, man? Uh, no, man. You said it all. But that said, we out of here. <laughs>